Hey everybody, it's been a while. Welcome back to another episode of Reach the Unreachable, the GFI podcast. Um, I My last episode that I did talked about, um, I can only imagine, um, well, sorry it's taking me so long, but I want to follow that up with no imagination needed. So um, basically talk about some things that I don't have to imagine because I've been through it already. So um, again, chime in if you have any um, anything that um, you've done or experienced that you want to share. Go ahead and share it. Um, you can you can send us comments. You can always reach out and contact us on our website. Um, contact us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, all those great places. Um, and um, make sure you. Um, like and subscribe our videos on YouTube. Um, follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Um, just connect with us. We, we want to hear from you. Um, in the meantime, just want to go over a few things. Um, like I did before, I haven't been in alphabetical order, but I'm going to save the very best for last. So, without further ado, let's jump right in. Okay, so I don't have to imagine being a soldier in God's army. How about that? <laughs> I've talked about I've never been in the military before, but um, I am a soldier in God's army, and we are fighting a real battle every day, um, fighting the enemy, fighting ourselves, fighting our flesh. Um, but I'm 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 gonna be a good soldier, like the good word says. Um, so any other soldier out there, hit me up, holler, give me a shout out. If you've got any more soldiers in God's army out there. Um, I also don't have to imagine breaking someone else's bones. Yeah, I've been saved all my life. So, <laughs> um, there was a time, years, many, many, many years ago, when I lived in North Carolina, where um, I had an altercation, and it resulted in me breaking another person's bones, leg. I, I, I broke this person's leg in several places, and they were in a cast for a few months, and so. Not my proudest moment, but like I said, I haven't been saved all my life. <clears throat> um, my my kids like to, because um, I told them about the story, um, they like to tease me about it every now and then. So, But anyway, moving on. Um, I don't have to imagine having a broken bone. Um, however, the only bone I broke was one of my toes <laughs> I think it was my middle toe I don't know how I did it and and I think I broke it more than once <laughs> unfortunately when you break a toe bone there's not really anything anybody can do you're not getting a cast you're, you're not getting a splint any of that so <laughs> but uh, I did break one of my toes once upon a time um, it, although I have never that's the only bone I've ever broken was a toe thank God so I um I also um, don't have to imagine cooking on a wood stove. I did live in the woods of Alabama for several years, and we we literally cooked on a wood stove, a wood burning stove. Um, and it's not like um, nothing like cooking on a, um, a gas or electric stove. It's it's a wood burning stove. You can't <laughs> pretty much you can't. Um, shift the fire to where you want it <laughs> that's not an easy task um but hey I, I did what i had to do 
that's that's what you do when you're living in the woods <laughs> um good times um I also don't have to imagine um, being depressed. Pretty sure almost everybody in the world at this point has probably had some kind of bout of depression in their life. Um, if you haven't, the way the world is going until Jesus comes, you probably will experience depression at some point in your life. Just because of the world we live in. Cause, um, um, but thankfully, I didn't hold on to that depression long enough to have to take medication for it. Um, once upon a time, I um, did counseling sessions this after my son passed away. Um, and um, But um, talking it out does help. So I, I want to encourage anyone who's dealing with depression, talk it out. Talk it out to somebody. doesn't matter who. It doesn't have to be a professional. You can be a family member, a friend, whatever. Talk it out. Get it out of you. Um, because holding that stuff in, it's not good for anybody. Um, not good for you, not for good for those around you. Um, so talk it out, get it out. Um, diverticulitis. Um, I don't know if anybody knows anything about that, but um, it's a flare-up because itis means inflammation. It's a flare-up of um, when you have digestive issues, your 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 some of your piping flares up and um, becomes irritated, and it's very painful. It's very painful. Um, situation, so I don't wish that on anyone, not even my worst enemy, because that's very, very painful. But diverticulitis, um, I know other people who have issues with diverticulosis or um, their diverticulum, or I'm, I mean, am I pronouncing it right? I don't know, but anyway, <laughs> I'm sure if anyone's experienced it, that they know what I'm talking about. Um, I don't have to imagine divorce, because I've been divorced twice. Um, and, um, the first marriage was to my high school sweetheart. Um, he has since passed away. Um, the second time was with someone I thought was a man of God that I was going to spend the rest of my life with, but, um, God had showed me signs before I got married and I wasn't listening because I was in a place where I, I wanted a husband and I wasn't listening to God, unfortunately. Um, and bad things happen. So this is what happens when you don't listen to God, especially when he's talking loud and clear. He was, he was, he was talking to me and I just was not listening. And so I paid the consequences. So, um, but anyway, um, so divorce. Anybody out there divorced, give me a shout out. This is not something to be proud of, it's something to be happy about. But, hey, if, if you ended up being civil with your ex, hey, that's a good thing. Um, all situations are different. But, yeah, the, the once I got divorced, it, it, it's life has been better for me. And um, simply because I shouldn't have been in that situation in the first place. But, of course, God doesn't like divorce. Um, cause God loves the sanctity of marriage. Um, at the same time, well, if he tells you not to marry somebody, you better not do it cause <laughs> divorce may not be an option. So, but by the grace of God, I was able to get out of that situation. What, uh, I was, it was not unscathed. I, I suffered consequences of my actions. And so I'm still dealing with those consequences, but to God be the glory. 
Um, something else. Domestic violence. Unfortunately, I don't have to imagine that because I experienced it for many years. Um, so anybody who's dealing with it, I just pray that God gives you the strength to get out of it. Um, I was blessed to escape um, that situation. Um, Unfortunately, um, the impacts of it um, impacted not only me, but my children. And so, but by the grace of God, I was able to get out of that situation before I died. Um, I do have battle scars from it. Um, I did nearly lose my life one, at least one time. But again, by the grace of God, I, I, I was able to get out of it eventually. <laughs> Stayed in it a very long time. Um, people who don't know anything about it or have not experienced it they they typically say the wrong thing they say just leave it's not that simple trust me i um dealt with it for many many years because i love that person um and i was trying to see past their imperfections um i didn't blame myself for it um but um several different things kept me there and until I saw that being there was not not the best solution so and God helped me get out of it so so I want to encourage anyone who's going through it I pray for God to give you the strength to get out of it because it is not good for anyone involved um also Driving with a manual transmission. Um, I don't think too many people know that I know how to drive a stick shift. <laughs> but I was self-taught. I watched other people do it. And then one day, my one of my, uh, when I was married, my husband bought a stick shift little pickup truck. It was a Chevy S10. I'll never forget it. It was green. And I just hopped in there one day and decided, okay, I'm just going to do what other people do is drive this truck <laughs> and I did I I was shifted gears I was like um there was one time that I um was kind of burning rubber in third gear <laughs> and my husband at the time was 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 kind of in awe of that that I did that I'm like I didn't do it on purpose but <laughs> it just happened that way but but yeah I do know how to drive a manual transmission so um, I don't prefer it just because I don't like shifting gears all like that um, and having to remember to to um, stay on the brakes real hard whenever you're going up uh, you stopped on a hill or something it's, it's just a lot of work <laughs> and so if I can have a vehicle that does that work for me then I'm good so but I do know how to drive a stick shift just a regular vehicle not no 18 wheel or nothing like that that's got 18 gears no I'm not doing that um, just a just a regular passenger vehicle I know how to drive a stick shift manual transmission um something else um so early menopause so i was thrown into early menopause when i was i think it was was that 30 something this was in 2004 um i got a hysterectomy because apparently my parts were all twisted up my tubes were twisted up and whatnot and, and i was in a lot of pain so I 
had a full hysterectomy in 2004. I was, how old was I in 2004? I'm trying to do some math in my head right now. It's not working out. But it was a long time ago. And, um, let's see. Yeah, I was 30-something. I was 36 whenever I, um, when that happened. Well, 35, actually. My birthday hadn't came yet. So, yeah, when I was 35, I had my full hysterectomy and was thrown into early menopause. And let me tell you, those hot flashes, they are no joke. <laughs> and I, the, thank God, it's, it's not as, as bad as it was. Um, I was taking hormone therapy for many years. Um, but then I kept hearing about how extended use could cause cancer and stuff. You know, a lot of stuff they talk about causes cancer these days. But I'm like, you know what? Um, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna fear that because God's got me. So, um, and not everybody can say that, but I can say that now. I couldn't say that then, but I can say it now. Um, and so I told my doctor that I didn't want to do the hormone replacement anymore because I was still having hot flashes anyway so and so I didn't know if it was benefiting me so I just stopped it um I used different forms I used creams I used um hormone replacement pills all kinds of stuff so but eventually I got off all that um now I'm just letting nature take its course um and hot flashes aren't as bad as they used to be so I, I can deal with it and now i prefer to have a hot flash because I'm cold all the time but as you see I got a jacket on right now <laughs> it's 90 degrees outside so but um in any case I um um yeah experience early menopause which pretty much is not any different from regular menopause it's just you have it at an early age it's not it's not you don't naturally go into it um giving birth yeah I've given birth four times um, thank God I never had a stillbirth or anything like that, but, um, I've given birth four times. Um, I had three girls and a boy, um, girl, boy, girl, girl, and anyone else who has experienced childbirth, I know you know the drill, the pain, <laughs> the, the joy, all of that, so, um, definitely something I've experienced multiple times. Now, my last one, I had to have a C-section because, let me tell you, my, my baby girl, Marlena, she, she, she kind of tried to kill me before she was born. So, she, um, I developed um, preeclampsia or tox, uh, what's it called? I can't even think of what it's called. Now, it starts with a T. Um, but anyway, uh, but it's basically preeclampsia, toxemia. That's what, that's what they called it. I, I developed toxemia. Um, my blood pressure was through the roof, and when I went to the hospital, they said, oh, we got to take this baby. Let me tell you, C-section, if that had been my first experience with my first child, guess what? I would have had one child, but God knew what he was doing. He, he It was my last child <laughs> that I, I had to deal with the, the C-section. Um, but anyway, um, God bless her heart. She's, um, I'm not going to say she's healthy and happy because she's... <laughs> She's a bit unhealthy uh, and a bit unhappy sometimes, but anyway, she's still blessed. We are all still blessed. Um, I'm thankful and grateful to God for my baby girl and all my children because um, they're all blessings from the Lord, and I just thank God for it. Um, 
they they grow you up they they teach you things as you're teaching them things and so it's just a, a, a wonderful process um i've also gone to court for breaking the law now nothing major it was just a speeding ticket back way back when i didn't realize i could just pay it online because <laughs> i don't even know if that was an option at that point but yes i've gone to court for breaking the law with by speeding um i don't speed anymore um i i set my cruise control to five miles old speed limit <laughs> sometimes four miles but anyway i i i learned my lesson i used to get speeding tickets like every three years um, it was like clockwork, but I, I finally had to break that cycle because I'm like, you know, I, I can't afford the insurance. I kept going up every three years. So, but um, God enabled me to learn how to control myself on the road. Um, now I just yell at other drivers. <laughs> okay, so I have grandbabies. Um, I've been had grandbabies for a long time. I. Um, I started my family early, and my oldest child started her family early. So, <laughs> I actually have a granddaughter that's almost the same age as my youngest daughter. So, um, but yeah, I have I have grandbabies. I, I know grandparents all over the place, all over the world. Grandparents listening, we love our grandbabies. And the best thing that I see with grandbabies is that you can give them back. <laughs> You can you can take care of them, have them over to visit, and then you can send them home. <laughs> Not like your own children, but them grandbabies you can you can you can get rid of them if you need to. <laughs> we love them, we love them all. Uh, but I'm like, once you to raise children, and then the grandbabies come over, like I don't know about you, but I'm I'm tired at this point, so I can't be raising no grandbabies. Yeah, you you take them right on home. <laughs> Um, also, um, I talked earlier about going to counseling. Yeah, I've gone to grief counseling and therapy, spoken to, um, therapists, counselors, um, psychologists, not a psychiatrist. It was a psychologist. It was a psychologist. So different trauma happens. I know a lot of people don't like going to see a therapist, but guess what? It helps. It, it always helps to talk things out. If you, you got somebody you can talk to that's not a therapist, but they can listen and they can, like, let you just vent, hey, uh, that's a good thing. Um, you don't you don't have to have a therapist as long as you have somebody you can talk to. But I ain't no shame in my game. Yeah, I talked to a therapist because I was going through some things, and it did help. So I encourage anyone to do it. Um, I've also experienced growing up without my father. Um try to um not ha let my children have that same experience but eventually i had to realize that um with situations that was going on um at some point they ended up not having their dad in the house they they of course had their dad to talk to and whatnot but um he was no longer in the house after um my oldest were they were teenagers whenever um we split up and i got divorced um and then, um, well, anyway, we were talking about me, not my children. <laughs> so I did grow up with my, my father. Um, I don't know at what point my parents were together or not together. I remember being 
little, maybe three years old, and my dad was not in the house, so, um, um, but my mom did a great job. She did what she could, helping us out. Once we got older, we taking care of each other, so, um, but yeah, so, it's hard growing up without a father figure, um, to guide you. It, it makes it harder to connect with our, our Heavenly Father sometimes. But the thing I want to leave you with on that is that even if you don't have a father in the home, remember that you do have a Heavenly Father, Father God, who is there for you whenever you need Him. You can talk to Him. He can help you out. So cry out to Him whenever you need Him. He's there for you. And He will never leave you nor forsake you. That's a guarantee. Um, something else I don't have to imagine is having a large wedding. I actually had a large wedding with my last marriage. Um, had bridesmaids and everything. Um, I think there was four or five bridesmaids and groomsmen. Um, a big old wedding dress with a train and all, all that. I had the whole nine. <laughs> That was a very expensive wedding that I ended up paying for myself, which, again, that was a sign from God that I shouldn't have been doing it. But, uh, what can I say? We, we all make mistakes. I, I made a mistake that was really costly, but, hey, um, I'm not going to dwell on it because, to God be the glory, I'm still um, blessed. To this day, I'm still blessed. I was blessed through the situation. I'm blessed now, so... <laughs> Um, living without indoor plumbing. So, yes, I have lived without indoor plumbing in the woods of Alabama. Used an outhouse. That was my experience. I experienced an outhouse, not a porta potty, an outhouse. A wooden building on the edge of a hill. Scariest thing in my life. <laughs> but, listen, um, hey, God got me through it. <laughs> It was like so excited down there whenever um, somebody built a house and it had indoor plumbing. Everybody in, in the place, everybody in the, uh, in the, the not the city, but because it wasn't a city. Everybody in the town. Everybody in the town was um, excited about <laughs> someone coming in there building a house and having indoor plumbing. Um, yes, a few people got it after that too, but um, yeah, I lived without indoor plumbing. That was, I don't. I don't wish that on anyone, but I know people all over the world still have to deal with it, but it was an experience, that's that's for sure. Losing a child. Um, I My son passed away when he was 18. He, he committed suicide. Um, very, very difficult thing to get through, but it is so true when you say the joy of the Lord is your strength. When you have the joy of the Lord down on the inside, it can help you get through anything. Um, I had a relationship with Jesus at the time so I was able to call on God and, and talk to him and work my way through it um, it's not as good as the relationship I have with him now but I, I knew who he was and I knew that he could get help me I said look through the hills I'm coming your help and knowing your help comes from God and I knew my help was going to come from God and so he got me through that yeah losing a child I always say that the child's supposed to bury the parent. The parent ain't supposed to bury the child. Cause that's like the hardest thing in the world to deal with when you lose a child. And and it's it seems like I don't know at what point you could say it's easier. I'm like you have you have children who are stillborn sometimes, 
well in that nine months the the mom at least has bonded with that child so that's difficult even before the child gets that old if you have a miscarriage or something once that bond is started it's hard to deal with losing it um and then once the child is born as years go by you get closer and closer to that child and it's just at any point in time if you lose a child it's gonna be hard so i pray for anyone who's dealing with it grieving um, pray to God to get you through it. I pray that you know to cry out to God because these are, these are some things that only God can get you through. Um, losing both parents. Um, uh, both my mom and my dad are gone. Um, they've been gone for many years. Um, I was an adult, though, whenever I lost my parents. Um, but um, granted, parents are supposed to go before you. Um but it again it's it's still hard it, losing any kind of family member especially when you're close to them is it's hard to deal with but god can get you through it he can get you through any of it um i lost my mom to diabetes or complications from diabetes um she actually um she lost one leg below the knee then she lost both legs above the knee then her eyesight was went out and um but um well she lost the sight in one eye and then they had a patch on the other eye because they were trying to save it but unfortunately it resulted in her being in an unfamiliar place um where they were trying to take care of her and and um, because it was unfamiliar her they said her heart gave out so it's it's like it was just like too much for her but I think and praise God for the time that I had with my my son as well as my parents um again I didn't grow up with my dad but I didn't know who he was and um, I did visit with him time to time so um but because I didn't know him that well it it was hard to know that I lost my dad and wouldn't have the opportunity to get to know him but um so it was still hard um but not as bad as when I lost my mom because I had just left I just moved from North Carolina. She was in North Carolina. I just left from there. And within a month after I left, she had passed away. So it was hard. I miss her all the time. I miss my son all the time. But I just thank God for the time that I had with them. Um, marriage counseling. Yes, I went to marriage counseling with my last husband. Trying to save my marriage because I knew God thinks marriage is important and plus like I said this was supposed to be a man of God that I was married to and so I went to marriage counseling um of course it didn't work out because <laughs> I ended up with divorce but yeah uh if if there's hope to save a marriage and it's not a um uh some detrimental to your health I, I would encourage you going to marriage counseling because like I said God loves God has sanct their sanctity in marriage, and God um, prefers that over divorce. But you do what you got to do. Getting married at a courthouse. I did that with my first husband <laughs> in Alabama, in the woods. We we got married at the courthouse. My mom was there. I don't remember who else was there. <laughs> but I did get married at the courthouse, right in front of the judge. Um, um, and I married my high school sweetheart. That's who I married at the courthouse. <laughs> I know a lot of people don't have opportunity to marry someone they fall in love with in high school, but hey, I did. Not a lot of people get married after falling in love in college, but yeah, I got married um, whenever I was in high school. I felt, um, married my high school sweetheart. I was still in high school. 
I was actually in the tenth grade <laughs> when I got married. Um, but again, in the woods of Alabama. Can't stress that enough. Not from Alabama. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. So let's get that straight right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was actually married to him for 19 years, I think, before we got divorced. But hey, oh, it had to happen that way. Um, unfortunately, I also do not have to imagine being molested. I was molested as a child when I was like 10 years old, I believe it was. I don't need to go into any details. Uh, I was also molested again whenever I was like 12 by a different person in a different state. <laughs> I was in Ohio the first time and I was in Alabama the second time. Um, it's, yeah. I pray for anyone who's dealing with that or has dealt with that. I pray for God to just take bitterness or, or don't don't grow a root of bitterness in your in your soul. Um, I pray for God to take away the, the heartache, the pain, the 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 take away the memories. Because um this is not something you want to remember, especially if, if it still gives you pain and grief whenever you think about it. So I pray for God to just get you through those situations because it is not good. I also have experience owning my own business. Um, I'm excited to say I actually have three businesses right now that I own. Um, you can do it. Um, you have a great idea or something, that uh, service that you want to provide that other people need, hey, go for it. It's, it's a rewarding thing to own your own business and be your own boss. So I encourage people to do that. Road trips. Spontaneous. I've been on road trips, spontaneous and planned road trips. We uh, took a spontaneous trip to Canada. Um one time to, to the Niagara Falls well not the Canada side the US side I went to Niagara Falls that was fun I had this family trip um, I also used to plan road trips every year um, actually went on a road trip uh, a couple weeks ago with my daughter it was her trip I just tagged along but yeah road trips it's fun it's fun you gotta make sure you plan for it though um, unless you got money to just stop and, and buy stuff <laughs> cause that's needed um, having siblings, including half-brothers, um, although I keep forgetting that the, my younger brothers are half-brothers because we got the same mom, so I don't even consider them half-brothers, but technically they are because we have different dads. Um, at some point I had, um, step-siblings, um, but I didn't find that out until recently. <laughs> my, my half-brothers... Um, dad had other children, so um, I have step-siblings um, out there. Um, I have experienced being stabbed. <laughs> I, it, it, well, I don't know if it's called a stabbing. If it, if, you, if you, like, sliced across like that, that's, that's what happened to me. I got sliced. Um, but, yeah, I have experienced that, and I have, I have a nice long scar to prove it. <laughs> Not gonna go into who did it, but anyway. Um, I experienced teen pregnancy. Like I said, I was married when I was in 10th grade. <laughs> and I had a child, so I was a teenager. Man, as well as being a teen wife, I was, um, oh, was I? I was 15. I was married at 15 and, uh, and had a kid. Um, also experienced thoughts of suicide. Um, that, that depression can, can lead you there. 
Um, that's why I'm glad I didn't have to take medication because I hear that the, the medication for depression makes you even more suicidal. I'm like, I, I, side effects of medicine is just horrible. Um, but yeah, I, I, again, thank God I knew to call on God in those times because he, he's the only one that can get you through some of these things. So I, I encourage you to call on him. And last but definitely not least, the most important, being filled with the Holy Ghost. I've been filled with the Holy Ghost for many years. Don't ask me. I know a lot of people have their date of when they they um, got filled. I, I don't have a date. Um, I, I I remember tearing for the Holy Ghost and and I've also remember just crying out to God and and feeling that feeling the Holy Ghost. I'm like, you you know you have the Holy Ghost if you're actually being led of the Spirit, um, doing things that God wants you to do, not doing your own thing. Um, you can't do that if you're not filled with the Holy Ghost. And you need to know that you're filled with the Holy Ghost. I have spoken in tongues before. is also evident. Um, but being able to walk with God and do godly things, you, you can't do that unless you have the Holy Ghost. Um, you can't talk bad about God. You can't... Um, um, blaspheme against God or Jesus unless you have the Holy Ghost so know that you have the Holy Ghost because the Bible says that you need to have the Holy Ghost um, in this lifetime because um, can't make it to heaven without it so you, so you got to know you got it so I, I, I want to encourage you to make sure you got it um, look at your evidence um, are you walking in the fruit of the spirit are you doing the things of God without question I'm like you can't do those things unless you have the Holy Ghost so I just thank you for listening today hopefully um, there's some things here that you can relate to uh, again if you got some other things that you've experienced that you want to share please share with us let us know um, and until we meet again to God be the glory